how are you? Oh, so tired. <laughs> oh, I feel that. Mm. Yeah, I just did my presentation last night. <laughs> the group one? Yeah. Oh my gosh, how'd it go? It went well. So, really? like, we presented our covers, and it, for me at least. <laughs> um, we, like, presented our covers and everything like that. And one of my covers, I, I had sent you the one with the subway car on it. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Right? Mm-hmm. So, like, the cover had the a white outline of a subway car, and then in in the lines of the subway car, it said, on the two train, because this was for an entirely made-up book. It was an assignment. Right. And I did it in the red font. Right. And so I said, oh, I want to do a red foil as part of, like, the design. And once I explained, like, the concept of the book, mm-hmm. which is about the subway, the... Um, 80s subway vigilante in that whole case right which if you don't know that case definitely go and look it up it's super fucked up there's a really good episode about it on netflix uh for the series trial by media but um she was like oh uh can i ask why you would want to do the foil on the lettering for such a serious topic and i was like well the book is like almost completely matte black and i was like there's nothing really else to to grab your attention so I wanted something that would kind of like catch the light and like reflect it she's like oh okay so like once I explained that she like understood right but other than that what are you drinking I'm drinking red wine I think I drank red wine last time but I think you did too I don't have any like mixers here because I'm getting ready Mm. to go back upstate for the holidays so which means I'm trying to eat everything in my fridge so I don't have anything left here. So I feel that. I still have like a good amount left of this red. So. Oh, you can finish that by the end of this. Mm, probably not. I don't like love red a lot. This is my. Yeah, I know you don't. Yeah, this is my mom's and my aunt's favorite red. What is this? It's a. It's called Apothic Red. Hmm. Never heard of it. Yeah. Well, it's my aunt and my mom's favorite red. My, my aunt's favorite wine, but my mom's favorite red. And so. Mm. I decided I need yeah. to have red wine here in case people come over who like red wine. Yeah, that's fair. But yeah, so that's what I'm drinking. What are you drinking? Ooh, I'm having another Yingling because that was all that was left in my fridge. Love that for you. Yeah, it's my dad's last one, so I'm gonna hear it when I um go upstairs after this. <laughs> I love that. He has plenty of craft beer in his fridge. He can chill. I love that. I don't too. like craft beer, so <laughs> except Sam Adams. Sam Adams is pretty good. Yeah, their winter lager. Mwah. Chef's kiss. I feel you. So, yeah. Oh, I don't know. I've had, I went and sat in Bryant Park for like a couple hours today. Oh, that's nice. It was pretty nice. Um, And I talked to my mom for like an hour. I walked from 14th Street all the way up to Bryant Park because she called me and while I was on the subway. So I was like, well, I can't answer you right now, but I guess once I get off, I'll just walk. Yeah. <laughs> so... But, That's a nice walk. Yeah, it is. It is quite the walk. Mm-hmm. And then I went to Barnes & Noble and spent more money. Love to see it. Love to see it. So I bought one book for a, a present, though. So I only bought two mm. books for myself. Only two. Only two. Like you need it. Exactly. I forgot to say, it's this is Bookaholics Anonymous. This is book, <laughs> yes, this is Bookaholics Anonymous. I'm Francesca. I'm Alicia. And... We're both really tired. So tired. It's just been a long week. It's been a yeah, crazy long week. Mm. We need to make it to Thanksgiving, so then I yeah, can have you're some telling me. respite. <laughs> Do you have any book news you want to talk about? Um, I'm reading, still reading the Poppy War series. I'm on the last mm-hmm. one currently. So I'm hoping I can fit Love that for you. Yeah, I'm only on page I think like one twenty two, and there's six hundred something pages. I am trying to get it done this weekend. So then, because mm-hmm. I don't have an audiobook, and previously I had the audiobooks for the other two through the library yeah. and could listen to them while I'm working. So I am hoping I can get it done this weekend because I'm not going to want to like stop reading it for work, basically. Yeah. So we'll see. <laughs> Fingers crossed. I'm praying for you. But. Yeah, I don't know. Do you wanna? Should we just get into the book? Yeah, let's do it. What book are you reading? What book did you read this week? So this week, I'm gonna be talking about *The Cruel Prince* by Holly Black. 
I have not heard of it, but I love that cover. Oh, girl. Well, there's a series. There's three of them, okay. but I'm only going to be talking about the first one, which I think okay. is the longest one out of all of them. I'm trying to see. I'm pretty sure these are the other two. Oh, so you bought you bought all three? <laughs> yeah, in, in um, paperback, which I just got mm-hmm. this one today. Cause, oh, no, not this one. Sorry. Ooh. This one. Wait, I like that cover. Go back to the other one. It's a good one. The Wicked King. I love that cover. It's a great cover. But yeah, the the last one, The Queen of Nothing, just came out, or like came out in paperback mm-hmm. recently. So I saw it at Barnes and Noble, and I've been waiting for it to come out in paperback so I could have the complete set. And mm-hmm. finally, my dreams have come true. <laughs> <laughs> so now they all are complete. They're all the same. They're all the same height and look. So I'm happy. Oh, I love that. So yeah, this book is written by. Queen Holly Black. This is the only series I've read of hers, but I've already trust her with my life. So, yeah, we start off right away with cold-blooded murder. Vivian's dad, Maddock, comes to seek revenge for Vivian's mom outsmarting him and leaving Fairy with Vivian and her human lover, trademark Taylor Swift 2019, (laughs) and living in the human world. For like six or seven years. Okay. So naturally, Maddox kills both Vivian's mom and her new husband, who they have now had twins with, named Jude and Taryn. Ma- okay. Maddox. Maddox is Vivian's father. Yeah, I'm getting there. Okay. Maddox is a is a high prince, and he decides to, of of like fairy Elfheim. I'm pretty sure is what they call it, and he decides to whisk the three of them away, Vivian. Jude and Taryn to Fairy to live with him because what else is he gonna do since he just killed both their parents in cold blooded murder? <laughs> Wait, so Fairy is like, is this another country or like another no, planet? Fa- like Fairy, like fairies. Oh, okay. Uh, you didn't explain that. You didn't really preface it with anything. I thought so it was pretty little... like. What? I mean, like it, it was, but like i didn't know which way it was gonna go like how how out there it was gonna be so okay got it now so 10 years later the twins have settled into their life in fairy and have come to enjoy it and i wrote stockholm syndrome am i right <laughs> <laughs> and vivi fucking hates it even though she's like an actual fairy and taryn and jude are just humans she just can't mm-hmm. stand it so because Jude and Taryn are humans, the fairies kind of like fucking hate them. <laughs> we find out that humans are allowed to prejudice. St- I, I know. Rude. We find out that humans are allowed to stay in fairy into adulthood if they either marry, are a slave, or show a skill that they're better at than most fairies. So, like, uh, I think the example they give is like fairies aren't very good at like artistic things. So, that kind of stuff. So. Taryn is banking on marrying, which is, like, the equivalent of, like, marrying Rich here, which... I love that for him. How, that. Old, how old are the twins now? They're both girls. They're seven, 16, 17. Oh. Okay. So Taryn is ma- banking on marrying, while iconic legend Jude is determined to serve as a knight after proving her ability to fight in the summer tournament. We love, Hell we stand. yeah. Hell yeah. So... Strong, independent woman. Exactly. So humans can be easily manipulated by fairies... Unless they have charms charms on them. So, like, salt for food because they can enchant food to, you know, mm-hmm. make you act however, you know, however they want or just, like, out mm-hmm. there. And a necklace of, like, rowan berries to stop the, like, they can basically make human do, humans do whatever they want if they don't have this, these, like, rowan berries on. So they can, like, be like, oh go jump in a lake and drown and you do it because like they're fairies and they can command you to do that because they have magic. Right. So because they're so looked down on by fairies at school, the twins get ridiculed constantly by their classmates, specifically this Prince Cardin and his crew, which is his crew consists of another fairy named Nicasia, who is the daughter of, the queen of the the undersea which is like mm. another sect of fairies uh valerian who is like these are all like high ranked like mm-hmm. children like courtiers you know 
They're yeah. high level. So Nicasia, Valerian, and Locke. Locke spelt like John Locke with an E at the end, which really irritates me. <laughs> <laughs> they really love goading Jude most of all because she has a temper on her and hates these people because they think they're so much better than her. And mm-hmm. she just wants to beat them all up. We love it. Fair. We love it. I would be Jude. Exactly. So the High King of Elfheim, King Eldred, is going to be stepping down soon and has to choose a successor from his children because that's how like the line goes. So the hot he has four children, and the hot <laughs> gossip is that his third oldest, Dane, is top pick. He's gonna be the one probably to succeed. Hmm. So isn't it usually well, I guess it's different in fairy world. Yeah. So like in fairy is not like the oldest or the oldest male. It's just yeah. whoever he picks, which fair. Oh shit. So yeah. Meanwhile, while this is going on, Manic tells Jude she cannot compete in the summer tournament that she wants to compete in to become a knight, which frankly really pisses her off because that's what she's trained her whole life to do, and she is just fucking mad about it. I don't blame her. <laughs> right. So while Jude is still simmering over Maddox telling her she can't enter this tournament, she and Cardin continue to fight at school because they just just love to get at Don't it because like Car- yeah. Cardin likes to just fuck with her and Jude is not here for it and she's going to give it back. Um, Damn right. Exactly. What else is she supposed to do? Just roll over and take it? Hell no. Yeah. So on a pati- Hell no, we won't go. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> On a particular instance, Jude salts their lunches, so Cardin and his crew's lunches, so they can't eat them, and Cardin is furious. He is not for <laughs> Iconic. it. Iconic. I know, an icon. Love it. Which, it's just so funny, because you can tell how much Jude just gets under Cardin's skin, even though she's a human. Oh, is it like, is it like romantic tension? Not yet. Oh, okay. But- And this is the guy that her sister, Taryn, wants to marry? No. I thought you said that Taryn was banking on marrying Rich, right? She's banking on marrying a fairy. Yeah. Which is the equivalent oh, of mar- oh, okay. marrying Rich I thought here. you said I thought you said she was planning on marrying a prince. So that's why I was like confused. But okay, no, I got no, it. No, no, no. No, I, I meant like she's banking on marrying a fairy so she can stay there, which is like the equivalent of like marrying Rich marrying here. Rich. Okay. You know? We got it. It takes it took it took a minute, but it worked up here. Taryn begs Jude to stop antagonizing Cardin and his crew, but Jude goes, no, heart emoji. (laughs) (laughs) I will not be taking recommendations at this time. Exactly. Fairy dust. So to retaliate from the food salting, Cardin almost drowns Jude and Taryn. The next levelness of this man by stranding them in the middle of this river that is known to have human eating Nixies. What the fuck? Yeah, and it's like actually described like really, really brutally. Like this is not Pixie Hollow. Fairies are vicious. <laughs> this is not Tinkerbell. I'm thinking the fairies from Harry Potter. <laughs> oh, like the the pixies. Yeah, yeah, basically kind of like that, but like they're like you know he- more human. Yeah, they're more okay. human as yeah. in like they're not like three like you know three inches yeah, yeah, yeah. or whatever. But, like, the same amount of, like, viciousness where they're going to, like, you know, they look like they feel like they're going to eat your face off. <laughs> um, so Cardin, Nicasia, and Valerian continue to taunt Jude as she and Taryn fight to stay alive in this river with these man-eating Nixies. <laughs> and Locke just stands there like a fucking loser, just stands off on the side, doesn't really take part, but doesn't, like, stop it. <laughs> Not a fan. A passive Cardin- observer. Exactly. <laughs> Passive bystander, we don't stand. So Cardin tells her she that Jude can make it stop if she withdraws from the summer tournament. Jude tells him to go fuck himself. Love that. <laughs> Jude is so chaotic. I really love it. Just, she gives no fucks. She's going to do what she wants to do. Hell yeah. <laughs> it's the impulsiveness for me. <laughs> <laughs> It's the men ain't shit attitude for me. <laughs> That's right. Eventually, Cardin offers the twins a different bargain. If Taryn leaves Jude in the river and doesn't defend her and kisses him on his both cheeks, he'll let Taryn live. 
Jude tells Taryn that she'll be fine and to take it. So Taryn climbs out of the river to them and does as he says. That's bullshit. No twin would ever do that. Mm -mm. Tell me about it. The group jeers at Jude, telling her that even her own sister left her and that she'll always be alone and just keeps ragging on her. That's awful. How old? Again, how old are they? Like 17. Okay. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) After they leave, Jude pulls herself to safety onto the riverbank. Meanwhile, like the Nixies are like off on the side, like just like staring at them because they really want to eat them. Um, We hate it. We hate it here. Yeah. The next chapter we get is all three sisters going to the mortal world to visit Vivi's girlfriend who knows nothing about fairies. Vivi has not told her jack shit. She, Vivi's girlfriend thinks that she's just a normal chick. And it's, it's really that funny. That is not the case. It's just not the case, my girl. Vivi also really wants them to live in the human world, but Jude and Taryn are not sold. <laughs> yeah. Then on the first day of the tournament, the summer tournament, Jude fights Cardin. And wins. And... Um, Cardin asks her to beg for forgiveness in front of everyone while they're fighting, but Jude is not about that life, as we know. And of course, uh, yeah. this fear infuriates Cardin, and Jude end up ends up losing the fight and walks away injured. God damn it! I know, but what can he do? She's like a human, and Cardin is like a fairy and's got like you know magical strength and shit. Like every time you say fairy, and I just relate him in my what. I just relate him in my head to um oh god what's his name Juan Dicuel from Fairly Odd Parents. Oh my gosh! What the fuck? <laughs> but maybe like a little bit more intelligent <laughs> and like taller. Well, yeah. Do they have wings? Um, Can no, they, they don't. They don't have wings. Okay, so they can't fly. That's bullshit. They can fly, but like. A different way that I really don't know how to explain because it kind of confuses me. Okay. So they can fly. But they That's can all fly. Know. Somehow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Holly Black. <laughs> do your research. I know. I just don't do my research, even though I spent two hours writing up these notes. So she walks away injured and Locke finds her afterward and is like patching her up. And she tells her it's like, it's kind of funny because you can just tell how much she gets under Cardin's skin, even though she's a human and she sh- like really shouldn't be any sort of threat to Cardin because yeah. they all see like themselves as better than humans. Yeah. We love that casual, I don't like elitism. So that night a servant tells her that she has a prince waiting for her and she thinks it's Cardin. So she storms in there ready to fuck shit up. Hell yeah. But it isn't Cardin. It's Prince Dane. Who? It's the the third son, the one who's gonna ascend oh, oh, to the throne. So he mm-hmm. he asks her what she wants most in the world, and Jude tells him she wishes to be a knight in his court. But he sees through this, and he's like, Mm-mm. "No, no, nay, nay, Mm-mm. I don't think so." Jude internally truly wishes to be an immortal fairy, which like really embarrasses her to even think about because like her whole life she's been fighting against like this notion that humans are like shit yeah and she ends up telling dane that she wants to be immune from fairy enchantments mm. a great wish if i say so myself prince yeah. prince dane says i bet and gives, <laughs> <laughs> and gives it to her as long as she agrees to be a spy hell yeah let's black widow this shit up exactly. come on so he puts a, a gaius on her which i think is like an a, like an, a powerful like enchantment of its like own a powerful i think so at least oh it's like in harry potter it's kind of like an unbreakable vow kind of situation oh, okay. but okay. like a little more magical because you can make things yeah. happen yeah so he puts this, it doesn't kill her yeah, exactly <laughs> he puts this gaius on her that makes her able to resist enchantments to all fairy but him which is like how how convenient i i know Hmm. But, you know, I mean, you have to have some insurance there. You know, she's working for him. True. But so, still, hmm. Hmm. that's awfully <laughs> suspicious. The next day during lessons at school, Cardin 
derails the teacher's lesson by demanding a more interesting lesson because he's a prince. He's like in the line for the throne, but he's not like probably not going to get it as we found out because yeah. the king favors Dane. Um, but it gives him, you know, status. So he can make his, he can make people do whatever the fuck he wants. I don't like so, him. So while the teacher is scrambling to come up with something else, Nicasia snatches Jude's notebook. And when Jude goes to grab it back, she slaps her. I cannot stand Nicasia. For the record, she irritates Wait, me. Wait, Nicasia slaps Jude? Jude? Or yeah. Jude slaps her? No, Nicasia slaps Jude. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. So while Jude is stunned from the slap, as, as anyone would be, absolutely right valerian shoves a fairy apple into her mouth these apples are not good for humans they make (laughs) them do crazy outlandish things it's kind of like being drunk but to the extreme i know like blackout but with exactly don't like that exactly this is something that dane's gayest doesn't protect her from i don't know why exactly to be honest but maybe it's like a different sort of magic than than fairy magic. I'm not 100% like clear on why. And I just I LOL, okay. I just don't know. It's just must be a different kind of magic. I also would like to recant the one DCMO comment. I realize that Cardin is more like the blue Cosmo, <laughs> like the negative <laughs> Cosmo. Like intelligent and douchey. Yeah, yeah that's but fair. also a fairy. I would say that's fair. Yeah. Immediately, Jude starts to feel the effects of this apple. Mm-hmm. Cardin's crew, a trademark I put because I think it's so funny. TM 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 takes advantage of this and starts tormenting her, as they do. They ask her who she'd like to kiss out of all of them. They tell her to take her dress off and ask his butthole. That's what it would be. Mm -hmm. That would be my answer. And then they ask her to take off her Rowanberry necklace. Instead, Cardin steps in and asks Jude to kiss his feet. (laughs) I hate him. Oh, I punch him in the nutsack. Oh, thank goodness. Locke comes in and, and saves Jude. But before they leave, Cardin stabs Jude's finger with a pin he's wearing. As Locke is... What does that do? Can you wait? (laughs) You're impatient. Obviously. (laughs) My ADHD's kicking in. I'm trying to get through this. I have 13 pages, my girl. Oh, god damn. It's going to be a long one. Okay. It's a thick one. As Locke is taking her home, Jude sucks on her injured finger, and the salt in her blood wipes away the effects of the apple. Which makes sense because, like, remember what I said earlier about the things they have to do to take the enchantments off each other? So salt is mm-hmm. one, and then the rowan berries is another. So yeah. I guess it makes sense. There's salt in our blood? I mean, I'm assuming it's what it says in the book. <laughs> Couldn't <laughs> Me either. I'm not a fucking scientist. I failed science, like, three times. <laughs> <laughs> There's a reason I haven't taken a science class since 2014. <laughs> Word. So, yeah. So... When she gets home, Locke says that he'd like to see her again because she feels like she's going to have like an epic story. Like things are going to happen around her and he wants to be a part of it. He kisses each of her fingers before leaving, which like weird, but okay. Yeah, that's re- like every single, like all 10 fingers. I guess so. I guess uh, on one hand, I don't like but that. like it's weird. <laughs> I, I just don't understand weird. it. It's a fair thing. So. Maddox Maddox (laughs) demands to know who did this to her, but Jude refuses to to tell him because she knows he'll just kill them all. (laughs) And then the king would kill Maddox because Cardin. So, like, it's pointless. But I I appreciate the... the, It's the thought that counts. I appreciate the thought. The thought is there. So (laughs) when Jude makes it back to her room, she receives her first assignment from Prince, Prince Dane. She has to go to the house of his eldest sibling, Prince Belkin, and find out a treasonous secret. Which I'm like, when I read this part, I was like, how is she supposed to know there's a treasonous secret there? Yeah, (laughs) bro. You're asking too much. Put a needle in a haystack. That might be easier to find. So badass motherfucker Jude disguises herself as a servant and sneaks into his house the next day because he has human servants. Yes. There she finds a letter 
she thinks the letter that she thinks Dane is looking for, as well as a copy of Alice in Wonderland, which she recognizes from when she was back at in yeah. like the human world. So she copies down the note because she obviously can't take it because then Belkin will know it's gone. And she steals yeah. the copy of Alice in Wonderland just for her own like personal gain. <laughs> mood. <laughs> the impulse. Big mood. <laughs> the love and impulse deal. Exactly. She's what can, oh, our little klepto. I was gonna say that. <laughs> I was about to say it's a kleptoman a klepto thing, you know. <laughs> just klepto <laughs> things. <laughs> While at Belkin's palace, she also sees Cardin there being just tormented and whipped by Belkin because <laughs> <laughs> No sympathy. <laughs> because uh, Cardin stays with Belkin, his older brother, for some fucking reason. She kind of feels bad for him because he's being treated so shitty, but then she shakes that thought right out of her head. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, never mind. No sympathy. So she brings us... No excuses. Exactly. There are no excuses. She then brings this note back to Dane, and Dane recognizes the handwriting in the letter as Nicasia's mother's, so the queen of the undersea. And it looks like Belkin has been blackmailing her and asking about this poisonous, I think it's like poisonous mushrooms or something like that. It's like a poisonous plant. And Dane goes, that's weird. (laughs) That's suspicious. That's suspicious. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) I hate us. Dane then has one of his spies named The Roach for a second all of his spies have such like like cryptic like names i love it listen i don't know if i would want that to be my spy name the roach Roach. so oh fuck that hurt (laughs) uh he has one of the spies the roach take jude to the court of shadows this is like the spy's secret lair There she meets the other spies, the bomb and the ghost. See what I mean about the nicknames? <laughs> what the fuck? And she actually asks the roach, she's like, so do I just like give you a nickname to call me or? And he's like, no, no, no. We come up with one for you. <laughs> so how the hell did he get the roach? He is very good at sneaking around unnoticed and cannot die. I, not really. Just it makes me think of it because roaches are always like you never can kill them. <laughs> That's fair. Um, and then she gets told she will be training there with each one of them. Makes sense. She, when on her way back, is surprised to see Locke is at her house. When she gets home, he's there to ask. I'm not surprised to see him there. He's probably came back to kiss her other hand <laughs> and her other fingers. Wouldn't be surprised. He's a fucking weirdo like that. So, but. Just weirdo things. <laughs> I'm not like other boys. I am a quirky boy. <laughs> I kiss each and every one of your fingers. <laughs> exactly. So, because she had skipped school to do this mission that Dane had mm-hmm. her on. So he comes back to beg her to come back to school because it's just not the same without her. And he's just like hardcore flirting with her. Taryn then comes out. It interrupts this and invites Locke to stay for dinner, but he declines and says, peace, got, got a bounce, bye. <laughs> got a blast. <laughs> got a blast. So many Nickelodeon references in this episode. <laughs> I love it. So later that night, Taryn comes to Jude and asks her what Locke wanted, what he was doing there, and wants to make sure that he wasn't being mean to her. When Jude makes like assures her that that isn't the case taryn drops a bomb on jude she's pregnant just you wait taryn admits that she's going to get engaged the night of dane's coronation but can't tell jude who which like what is even the point of having a twin sister if you're not gonna get the hot you can't gossip? tell them everything exactly i don't get hit did sister sister teach you nothing Clearly not. She clearly wasn't watching Sister Sister like we were. So Taryn insists the suitor will only go through with it if Taryn can prove herself to him, which like suspect, but all right, okay. It's Cardin. I already know. It's just fucking weird. Jude thinks back to how she saw Cardin and Taryn talking before the summer tournament and has a brief thought that she hopes it isn't him. (laughs) And... So then 
So then Jude shows Taryn the copy of Alice in Wonderland that she stole. <laughs> and while looking through it, a paper slips out. And she quickly snatches it away before Taryn sees it and stashes it under her pillow to look out, look at later. She looks at it the next day because they fall asleep while Taryn was reading the book to her and sees mm-hmm. that it's her name written over and over again in Carden's handwriting. Cue obsessed by Mariah Carey. <laughs> <laughs> like, all right, that's... And I was like, why are you so obsessed with me? That's that's Jude at Carden. Boy, I want to know. Literally. So a dressmaker comes in that day to take measurements for new gowns for the sisters for the coronation. Jude ends up fighting with Maddox's wife, Oriana, because she Jude wants to tell her son Oak a story. But Oriana is being all weird about it. She doesn't like Oak being with Jude, um, probably because when Oak was like smaller, he's about like seven ish, I would say six or seven. He's not that old. He like when he was younger, so about three or four, he had enchanted Jude to like hit herself over and over again. He didn't know what he was doing. Like he didn't know that was like a thing. Like something my sisters would have done. Yeah, to me. literally. And uh Oriana found her like later, like, you know, hours later, and Jude was like black and blue from beating herself. And so ever since then, Oriana thought that Jude had like a grudge against Oak because he made her do that. And and Jude doesn't. Yeah. She's like he he was a kid, he didn't know what he was doing. But yeah. Oriana does not believe her, probably because I forgot to mention this. Humans can lie, but fairies can't in this world. Oh. So it creates an interesting dynamic because it plays into like part of the reason why fairies hate humans so much because humans can lie mm-hmm. and, and they can't. So I forgot to mention that little tidbit, but mm, that's that would help. I mean, not really, not so far. <laughs> that's part of the reason why Dane wants her to be a spy for him because she can lie. So that's a lot. That's a lot of use for a man, you know? Yeah. Except for all men do is lie, but not in this world, I guess. She said what she said. I said what I said. So the next day, Locke makes eyes at Jude all day at school. Gross, disgusting. (laughs) Nicasia is like furious with Locke because he's clearly choosing Jude over her. Nicasia tells Locke that this is a direct quote. Carden, Carden isn't going to forgive you for what you're doing with her. And Locke asks whether Carden is more mad that Nicasia chose Locke over him or that Locke is choosing a mortal over, over Nicasia. Savage. Ooh. <laughs> Straight savage. Ooh. Literally. Jude notices Carden is moving slower that day because of the welts on his back from the beating, from the whipping. Mm-hmm. Just wanted to throw that tidbit in. She's, you know... <laughs> Observant. Exactly. Uh, on her way home, Jude decides to start eating little bits of poisonous fairy food so she conditions herself to withstand poison. This girl is hardcore, and I love it. She's, like, all in. That's, like, when people, like, <laughs> slowly dose themselves with chloroform. It's exactly like what it is. It. It's exactly. That's insane. Yeah. That's insane. Mm-hmm. That is next level. Yep. And then, of course, she gets sick. Shocker. Shocker, exactly. When she wakes up, the roach is there to take her to train. <laughs> so she, like, gets no no respite. So, and he trains her in stealth because, like I said, the roach is, like, he can sneak in and sneak out without being seen. So right. she basically starts training with the spies. Like I said, she went and trained with the roach, and she just has, like, a constant, like, training like just training mirage you know like Mm -hmm. the training um like montages that they have like in action movies picture that basically except for they don't talk about it which i appreciate because like there's nothing more boring than reading about a training montage (laughs) (laughs) so Locke has been joining her after school more often than not and kissing her goodbye right before they get to maddox property things are getting pretty serious Side eye emoji, I put. <laughs> I don't like that. Jude falls asleep on one day during lunch break because of all her late night training. It actually, I don't know if it was lunch break or if I'm remembering this wrong. I think it was actually like she fell asleep during like a moth like summoning lecture or something like that, which is like, <laughs> what the fuck? I think that my, Same. It's, yeah, it, I don't know. That's what I would want, want to learn at fairy school, how to summon a moth. <laughs> right, exactly. 
So when she wakes up, she's on the ground and Valerian is standing over her with her Rowanberry necklace dangling from his hand. Now remember, the Rowanberries is how they stop fairies from compelling them to do things, right? Yeah. But she has this Gaius over her that makes her, you know, her not like immune yeah. from from the, compel- the compulsions. But no one knows that except for her and Dane. So mm-hmm. she, he tells, Valerian tells her to call down to Cardin in repentance and... Then jump off the building to kill herself. <gasps> what a prick. I, I hate this guy. He's a fucking asshole. Talk about getting punched in the nutsack. Oh my exactly. God. Exactly. Yeah, I'm telling you, this is not your pixie hollow. These fairies, <clears throat> they're ruthless. This is not Fairly Odd Parents. <laughs> Valerian. It sounds like the blue side of Fairly Odd Parents. <laughs> the yes, prison. Yes. Yes. Except for like pointy ears and like some tails here and there. so valerian quickly realizes that june can resist his commands it gets super fucking mad because he can't get her to do what he wants because he's an asshole and he pushes her up against the wall and is like choking her jude stabs him with a small knife she keeps hidden and makes her escape because she's prepared like a boss exactly you go for the arteries in the neck thighs ladies remember do you think that works for fairies I mean, maybe they have, like, their arteries are, like, in their arms or something. I don't know. Or something, like, super weird. Maybe they're in their butt. Yeah, what if they have, like, three hearts? <laughs> oh, damn. That'd be... What if their heart was in their head and their brain was in their... Where their heart is, Ooh, like, now we're to, talking. Ooh. That'd be interesting. But either way, it would kill you because you're stabbing them in the brain. Right. So. Interesting. Something to think about, Holly, though. Holly Black, we need to know the anatomy of a fairy to answer these questions. <laughs> so, Jude... Goes home that night or that day with Locke after school and he invites her to stay with him for a party with his friends that night. His friends, that is the Cardin crew, TM, 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 TM. <laughs> um, that's going to be a no for me. Yeah, but thanks exactly. For so Jude goes back and forth and is trying to decide if she should go or not, like if it's worth it. But ultimately she gives in. <laughs> Stupid. Stupid. She dresses in one of Locke's dead mom's dresses, which is weird. Creepy. It's so weird. That's so creepy. She spends the night dancing and kissing Locke. Meanwhile, Cardin and his crew, but mostly Cardin, are like watching her all night. Just like, yeah, the Cardin crew. Tim, 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 Tim. Are just like watching them all night long. So creepy. It's weird. So... When Jude gets back home, she finds an acorn in the pocket of Locke's mom's dress. Don't like that. Mm-hmm, exactly. She opens... <gasps> what? Is Locke, like, half human? And his mom was human, and that's why she has the acorn? No. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! I'm sorry. So she... You were, like, almost, like... <laughs> I was, like... Uh, no. <laughs> I was, like, I really had... I really was, like... Do I really want to give this out now? But no. that's I didn't even think about that, though. That would have been a, quite the twist. So when she finds this golden acorn in her, the pocket of Locke's mom's dress. And she opens this acorn and finds a note from Locke's mom to her best friend, instructing her to take care of him. She's assuming this means Locke because yeah. this letter reads like, it reads like, like a last letter, you know, like a, you mm-hmm. know, a last, a death note, if you will. Mm-hmm. so she's just reading this letter and is putting some things together that like maybe belkin isn't the one who poisoned Locke's mom because that's how she like died mm-hmm. and she decides that she needs to look more at, for, for more evidence at belkin's again she does not find any more evidence she goes there <laughs> she does not find <laughs> any more evidence <laughs> no build up whatsoever no the next morning and she almost gets caught because Cardin like comes in when she's leaving and she's like oh fuck I'm about to get fucking caught but he doesn't seem to recognize her he doesn't even like barely look at her yeah so the next morning Jude is summoned to the parlor of her house and Dane is there Dane is there to scold her she thinks it's for sneaking into Balkans but it's for stabbing Valerian (laughs) listen (laughs) listen <laughs> because she did he o- want to keep his spy or not like <laughs> so she's like it was basically because she almost gave away their whole bargain because yeah. she resisted the compulsion 
Um, the compulsion to kill herself. Yeah, Dane, she says that, but Dane is like, you should have figured something out. <laughs> so, she's like, mm, not valid. To prove, <laughs> oh, wait, we'll just you wait for this next part. To prove her loyalty, he asks you to stab herself in the hand. <laughs> At first, she thinks he's going to, like, order her to do it. But she realizes that he's asking her to do it of her own free will to prove her loyalty. And this bitch does it. She is nothing but committed. Or nothing if not committed. Bitch. She is hardcore into it. Wild. Yep. (laughs) So the next day their dresses arrive for the coronation. And Jude's is different than what she ordered. And it's like stunning. And I'm remembering correctly. I'm pretty sure she's like, maybe Locke sent this to me. Because, you know, her and Locke are getting pretty serious. Mm-hmm. So Oriana sees this and she warns her against trying to get with the king of uh, the future king of Elfame or any king of Elfame, probably because D- uh, Dane was there earlier and she oh, like yeah. saw. So she thinks like something's happening. And internally, Jude is like, LOL, that's not happening. <laughs> <laughs> How old is Dane? Uh, he's old. <laughs> okay. Like, you know, he's a prince of fairy and they like live forever basically they're immortal so he's pretty i wasn't sure if he was like a little bit older than cardin kind of thing yeah no so then we learn that oriana was once a consort to the current king king eldred before marrying madoc and she warns jude that the court is dangerous telling her about the murder of another consort who was pregnant um lock's mom who was pregnant with the king's baby jude then learns that belkin is having a very long meeting with madak suspicious if i that's weird yeah exactly that night valerian sneaks into jude's room drunk and he threatens her with a sword but jude stabs him again because he's so he like broke into their house yeah he broke into their house because he's so pissed that jude bested him (laughs) so she clocks him again she clocks him again and she stabs true this time and as he's dying he curses jude three time three times to like constant like bloodshed and violence <laughs> freaking maleficent calm down seriously <laughs> maleficent i can't well that's what she does to sleeping I know, beauty i know <laughs> she finishes hiding his body right before the ghost shows up for their lesson <laughs> the chaos that's going on right now this girl is like i just have math homework like (laughs) i didn't sign up for this seriously so the ghost um says they're going to track and kill a messenger tonight how great for bonding am i right (laughs) nothing brings two people closer than tracking we can't just do our nails and talk about our love life like we have to go kill somebody yes Mm, sounds like a lot of work it's not for me (laughs) i mean i'm with you there (laughs) so the ghost makes Jude perform the kill and he thinks it's her first ever, but boy, is he wrong because she just cold blooded murdered someone like 10 minutes ago. Well, was it cold blooded? The guy came in with the sword. Like, it's not, but she definitely self-defense. shanks him. She's like, bye. So, and he deserved it. Honestly, I was pretty happy when he died. He was such an ass. So when she gets closer to the spy, she realizes it's a spy of Maddox and he has a note and the note says to kill the bearer of the of the message which cryptic am i right mm-hmm. the ghost thinks it this means that belkin set them up but jude's like not so sure yeah internally so then after they finish that jude buries valerian's body in the stables that night and just like praise to god that no one finds him <laughs> The coronation day comes, and as they dress, Jude and Vivi try to figure out who Taryn's suitor is. Taryn is not giving them any hints. She's like, "Uh uh-uh, honey. Oh my god, it's either Cardin or Dane. Ooh. Ooh. So. Am I right? Blink twice (laughs) if I'm right. (laughs) I knew it was Cardin. Maddox swings by to give her a sword that was forged by her mortal father and, like, gives her some more insight into her parents. It's very sweet whatever when her parents or like when her parents were you know killed <laughs> what like mortal year was that was that like the 1800s was no no like, no this was this is like current like 
present okay, day. Okay, so it was like he was a blacksmith in 2015. Yeah, he was a swords uh, sword maker. So yeah, I guess a blacksmith, but he was in fairy and they escaped to the human world. Oh, got it. I don't know. I don't know if you exactly know that in this book, but I'm only covering this book, so <laughs> you find out eventually. I think in the second book, so it's it's not really like a spoiler. It's just yeah. You know. Um. So then at the coronation, Jude dances with her sister and then Locke, and he's hella annoying, speaking in riddles. Fucking fairies, I man. I fucking hate when guys do that. Just direct. Exactly. Be direct. Say what you mean. She asks her. Uh, if she loves him enough to give him up and what he do, what she would do if he hurt her, like kill him, sir. What? Do you know when their birthdays is? I'd love to know what sign. Yeah. Jude is. I, I could look it up. I don't know. I don't, I have no clue. I feel like she's giving off for some reason. Some I feel real... like they're, I, I was going to say, I'm pretty, I feel like they're October babies, Taryn and Jude. I was going to say Scorpio. Exactly. Like they're giving off some Scorpio vibes. For some reason. Like, I don't know why. I don't think. I don't feel like it's not even any of the books, but I feel like they were born in October for some reason. Cardin cuts in as Locke is about to say more, which is irritating. They Locke's dance. About to die. Yeah, they dance very briefly. Cardin making a remark that she must really hate him. Like, gee, I wonder what tipped him off. Like, what do you think, you dumbass? <laughs> so the crowning ceremony goes as planned until the crown is about to be placed on Dane's head. Balkan and his followers, including Maddox, storm the stage, storm the area, and kill Dane. Behead him. Like, full on chop his head off. Was not expecting that. You tell me about it. Balkan wants to assume the throne, but he can't crown himself. He needs one of his siblings to do it. So he makes Cardin do it. So the visiting Fae say he has three days to assume the throne, or they're leaving and taking their support with them chaos ensues soon enough almost all of the remaining siblings are dead except cardin and belkin <laughs> love that <laughs> pretends to be shocked jude realizes she needs to get the fuck out of there because she was dane's spy and she runs runs out of the hall that this is all taking place in and runs into a mm-hmm. very drunk cardin while trying to escape so she, cardin is like oh the, you know this is not a, a safe place for you to be at right now. And uh, she's like, uh, sir, this is not a good place for you to be in right now. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> so Jude takes her hair down and steals a mask to disguise herself. Mm-hmm. And as her and Cardin are making their getaway, two guards stop them. Um, but with his party mask on, Cardin craftily lies their way out of it. As After they get away from the two guards, Jude then puts Cardin at knife point and threatens him. Like a G. Who does? Jude. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, I I misheard. You're good. I thought you said dude puts a knife to his throat. And I was like, who's dude? Which dude? (laughs) Some random character that just came out of nowhere. (laughs) So Jude takes them straight to the Court of Shadows, the spy layer. Cardin is shook that she was a spy for Dane and is quickly regretting being passed out drunk while his whole family was murdered. It's clear that Cardin didn't know anything about what Belkin planned to do and that Jude didn't know anything that was happening with her father either, mm-hmm. with Maddock. And the ghost in the roach arrives soon after and questioned Jude on if she's working with Maddock, but soon come to, cl- come to the conclusion she wouldn't be there alone if she was working with him. Like, she would yeah. have brought, like, reinforcements. A fuck ton more people. Exactly. Yeah. So Jude learns... That Dane was the one who poisoned Locke's mom because she was carrying his child and he didn't want to be father. Called it. Oh, sorry. He didn't he didn't want his father to find out because she was his dad's consort. His mistress. Yeah. Called he was she was his yeah, consort. So the ghost and the roach give Jude 24 hours to come up with some sort of plan. Otherwise, they're bouncing. They're splitting. and peace (laughs) exactly and they agree to hold cardin prisoner for her but if she doesn't return they'll do with cardin what they want either kill him or turn him in which means Mm -hmm. basically death for cardin anyways so jude gets home and is welcomed by vivi taryn is there with her new fiance Locke. 
Bitch, what? Yes. Jude realizes that Locke has been playing her this whole time and is furious. <laughs> I am confusion. Yep. Yeah. Locke, what, Locke is Taryn's mysterious suitor. That doesn't... Mm, mm. My head hurts. While I was reading this, I actually did call that Locke was the suitor. Like, I was convinced, which I think Holly Black is trying to make you think Cardin is the suitor. Which it did well, cross duh, my mind. That's what I called. I thought it was Cardin. Yeah. I It did cross my mind for like a hot second. I was like, I wonder if it's Cardin. But then Jude has that internal thought. She's like, oh, I hope it isn't Cardin. And I'm like, okay, it's not. this is not that man. It is not that man at all. <laughs> <laughs> so then I was like, I wonder if it's Locke. I just had like a feeling. And but like, why? Why is it him? Because yeah. he's a crafty motherfucker. But like, why, why, like, why was he playing her then? Like, if he was just gonna marry his, because sister? he wanted to, like, he wants to play with his her feelings and like. But then, why would Taryn do that to her sister? Because Taryn's a piece of shit. <sighs> so Jude challenges Taryn to a duel for allowing this to go on because she full on knew that like Locke was doing this. Rude, but yes, continue. So Maddox breaks their fight up and sends them to his office. He comes in like an hour later. So man took his sweet old time. Sorry, send them to the principal's office. Exactly. He gives Taryn permission to pursue this relationship with Locke, even though he really doesn't like this dude. He like full on is like, mm, I don't, I don't trust him, but do what you will. Like, I mean, like, okay. can you really take his opinion? He murdered their parents. Exactly. But well, like, it's just all sorts of fucked up. This family dynamic. <laughs> Let me tell you. Then he asks Jude to tell him where Cardin is because Taryn said she saw them dancing together. And that's like the last time she saw Cardin. Maddox says that she could trade Cardin for any position in Belkin's court and any man she desires. Jude hardcore thinks about this, not the man part, but like the position part because yeah. she wants power like a queen. Yeah. So she goes away and thinks about it. Vivi mm -hmm. comes to Jude later that night and asks her to go to the human world with her. Um, she asked Taryn too to go, but she won't tell Jude the answer, so she'll so Jude will answer for herself, which I thought was pretty funny. Yeah. Jude asks uh, Vivi to give her a day to answer and to think about it. Yeah. The next day, Jude goes to Taryn's room to reconcile with her, but finds it empty. So she then goes to Oriana's room to look for Taryn because Oriana really likes. She likes Taryn more than she likes Jude. Yeah. And while she's there, uh, she starts talking to Oriana and she sees this golden acorn on the dresser, identical to the one she found in Locke's mother's dress. It all comes together here. Like she has like a that like a brain blast moment. She suddenly realizes Oak isn't Oriana and Maddox's son. He is Dane and Locke's mom's. Locke's was the, uh, a consort to King Eldred at the same time as Oriana and had a affair, a spicy little affair with Prince Dane on the side and got pregnant. She was poisoned, but Oriana found her just before or after she died and cut the baby out. Hardcore shit. Oriana then goes and, and instantly marries Maddox and they claim the baby as her own, which is which was Locke's mom's dying wish. Maddox did like did this like assumed Oak as his own so he could someday use Oak's blood to take over the throne. Jude realizes Cardin is not the only one with royal blood still alive. And her theory is Maddox wants Oak on the throne with him serving as royal regent until Oak comes of age and maybe always if Oak comes to rely on him enough, you know, he'll be like the puppet behind the behind the scenes. Holy shit. Yeah, I know. The crazy shit. Because, like... Holy shit. To assume the throne, you have to have a certain bloodline. I can't remember what it is right now. It's really not that important. Incest. That's what it is. It's not. But, like... <laughs> I mean, they do, they do do incest, but, like, it has to be, like, this certain, like, bloodline. So that's how Oak could take the throne, because he is in this bloodline since he is Dane's son, technically. So Jude with this information goes back to the court of shadows and is pissed to find Cardin out of his bonds playing cards with the spies. 
Big She's mood. Like, what the fuck are you guys doing? What the fuck, Richard? <laughs> yes. So she takes Carden out to a private room to question him with a crossbow. Mood. Casual. She starts off by like casually just like mentioning the note she found with her name on it over and over again. <laughs> just like doesn't ask him any question about it. Just like brings it up, which like what a move. So you're thinking about me is what I'm getting <laughs> exactly. From this. Then she asks him how long Locke and Taryn have been together and if Cardin has loved Nicasia, which he says he did. And then Jude then asks Cardin why he hates her so much. Cardin says it's because <laughs> Cardin says it's because even though she's human, Maddox still loves her and isn't sub- subjected to beatings like he is. And then she's like, I cut the crap. What's the real reason? <laughs> <laughs> and he says it's because even though she's human and he shouldn't, he, he still wants her. So, yeah, she puts a knife to his throat, but instead of slicing his throat open, she kisses him to test what he's saying. And uh, a sis ain't lying. <laughs> I mean, they start making out. Fairies can't lie, so. So she obviously just wants to kiss him. <laughs> um. So Jude then decides that Oak needs to be king and that Cardin can crown him. But first, he should spend some years growing up because he's like six, seven. So she tells Cardin her plan and asks him to go into her service. After some haggling, they agree that Cardin will be in her service for one year and a day. Mm -hmm. So basically the plan is that Cardin is going to crown Oak and then Oak is going to go off and live in the human world until he can like assume his role until he can assume his role basically. Mm -hmm. So Jude basically going into her service means that she can command him to do whatever she wants and he has to follow what she says. Yeah. So Jude proceeds to then command Cardin to stay in the woods for 24 hours to spy (laughs) on any comings and goings. What, iconic what a move and homegirl makes that command airtight so there's no way he can go against her will which Cardin like is low-key impressed about yeah jude then goes around trying to get support among the other fairy courts for crowning Ocus king and it isn't easy because they all kind of hate her because she's human and yeah they just don't really want to go along with it but she eventually sways like a lower court and then she goes to the leader of a very powerful court and finally convinces him to back her with the condition that he has a favor from the new king someday. Mm-hmm. Jude says it has to be of equal value to what he's doing for them. And it's settled right then and there. Bet. Bet, exactly. So Jude goes back to the court of shadows and gets all three spies on board with her plan here. Then she goes home to convince Vivi to take Oak with her to the human world for a couple years. Vivi agrees after some persuasion from Jude. Jude sees Taryn in the hall that night, but it seems like Taryn is not in the mood to talk. Because she like slams the door. (laughs) I know. Fuck her. So the next day, the plan is set in motion and everyone is shook when Cardin strolls into Balkan's banquet with Jude. Balkan and Maddox are instantly all over them because they're you know all about that power all about that you know all about that teenage love (laughs) so when jude or jude and carden play into their assumptions that jude completed this task that maddox gave her to find carden and that carden is there to crown belkin Mm -hmm. when jude gets up to let the spies in to the palace maddox meets her in the hall she tells him what she knows about oak and asks him if he can promise that he'll be ready to give up the regency when Oak is of age. Mm-hmm. Of course his motherfucker can't do that. Because he's power yeah. hungry. Because he's the a piece t- of shit. Exactly. The two of them then duel. <laughs> obviously. Maddox is obviously better and stronger than Jude. Because he's like fucking crazy old. And like he's like the general of you know the yeah. army and shit. Um, but Jude, Jude is smarter. So she had... What Jude did was she poisoned his wine earlier. So during their fight, he begins to grow weak and he realizes what she did. And he's like, but how did you know which one I was going to take? And she's like, I didn't. Because this motherfucker has been poisoning herself for like the yeah. whole book. 
<laughs> so she drags Belkin into a room to sleep it off because it's you like, mean Maddox. Yeah, sorry. She drags Maddox okay. uh, into a room to sleep, and she lets the the spies in because this poison is only going to take you know is only going to knock him out for about an hour or two. Mm-hmm. So she then goes back in to the banquet and everyone is there everyone has showed up for this occasion and just as belkin rises to speak the bomb sets off her explosions just as promised the roach launches arrows near carden making everyone think he's trying to kill carden everything is going right to plan until the ghost tosses the crown he stole to Taryn instead of Jude because they're twins. They're identical. And he got them confused. God damn it. I know. They're so fucking close. So Jude tell, yells to Taryn to toss the crown to Vivi, who will be ready to hand it to Carden to place on Oak's head. But Taryn doesn't know what to do because she's a little bitch. <laughs> Jude gets the crown for ta- from Taryn and then asks Carden to come over. Vivi walks Oak to stand near them jude asks carden to show oak what he's supposed to do because he's like six yeah uh so carden kneels then jude commands him to be still for a whole minute a full one minute then when oak comes over jude gives him the crown instead and oak places the crown on carden's head and makes (gasps) carden king the plan has been completed he rises as king and no one knows what he's been no one knows that he's been bamboozled and that's how this <laughs> book ends. What the fuck? Yep. What the fuck? Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Honestly, so many twists and turns. That's wild. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. Wow, that is really good. It's a great series. I would recommend everyone to read it. It's probably been one of my favorites for this year. I gave uh i think all three books five stars wow yes which says a lot from coming from you i know i mean i i'm not a stickler like i give out some five star reviews but they're not i'm not handing them out like candy you know (laughs) that was good that was really good yeah i that's why i said i was gonna cry when i tweeted earlier this week (laughs) because i love this series so much and it just gets spicier and spicier throughout this book or throughout the series and i would die for carden and jude both so well you can follow us on twitter at bookaholics pod and you can follow me on goodreads alicia reads 13 or on storygraph alicia reads and you can follow me on twitter at hbi cheska and on instagram at francesca hope and we'll see you for the next one bye